What a song, eh? <laughs> the talent just flowing out of your tiny computer speakers right now. I wonder how that actually sounds coming through. I listened back to episode one. It sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we still did it again. <laughs> I don't think that's going to change. Yeah. Uh, we are Charging Stallion, that was our band, and this is us talking about the news. This is our podcast called News We Like. I'm Cam. I'm Tim. What have you got on your agenda today to fill me in on, Timmy? Uh, no, good. actually, don't tell me all of them. I just want to hear the first one. <laughs> well, I was going to say, um, just just briefly, starting mm. off with, last yeah, night yeah. we played a gig last night. Yeah, we did. Um, a really fun gig with a, a Sydney band, Nick Nuisance and the Delinquents. Mm. Great band, great band name. Yep. Yeah, it went really well. And Razor. Mm. And I don't want to like put one band above the other, but I'm going to. Uh, Razor was better than all of us, the rest of us that played. They were amazing. I hadn't seen them before, yeah, and they I was, blew me away. I was surprised you hadn't seen them before. Yeah. And um, they, I, I think if you, haven't, if you haven't had a chance to, if you don't know who they are, R-A-Y-Z-A, Razor. All caps. Um, all caps. I think they're the best live band in Melbourne. I really do. I think that I think they're the best right now, and uh, they they just blow my mind every time I see them play. And when they they're one of those bands that can switch up, um, the bassist and the guitarist switch, and they both shred it at, at, at both instruments. It's amazing to watch. Just when you're standing in the crowd and you're thinking, "Oh man, like my band pales in comparison," just as you're hitting <laughs> that moment of reflection, then they on stage go. Well, let's just prove that we can play any instrument. <laughs> so if you're a musician and you just want to feel rotten about what you're achieving, go watch Razor. But we're also uh, playing with them on uh, this, this coming Wednesday, the, the 28th, at the Gasso. And uh, they're our main support band. So um, you might want to leave after they play, but don't. Yeah. <laughs> you will around. want to. I yeah. might. <laughs> Uh, we're also playing uh, uh, that show with uh, two other bands, SM Jenkins and Little Elizabeth, who are both two really good bands that will be uh, two of our opening bands with, uh, alongside with Razor on uh, next Wednesday. So if you are in Melbourne, uh, come along, please. So that was our introduction, which was about Melbourne music, which we probably have a right to talk about. But now we're going to go into the entire podcast talking about world news, which we have no right to talk Zero about. Zero, almost. <laughs> so, okay, first story, Cam. Mm. Um, got this one from Sky News. Um, now, when I was growing up and I was an adolescent boy, a teenage boy, mm. I definitely did go through a stage of where I would use household things to make masturbating more exciting. Yeah, okay. Um, what sort of things? Um, oh, well, the most memorable was, do you, do you um, being from New Zealand, did you have Vicks Vapor up? Yeah. Yeah, I, I masturbated with that once, and I'll be honest, it was, the for the minute that I masturbated with it before, before orgasming, it was quite good. It, yeah. was the, it was the hours of burning afterwards that were not good. Oh. Yeah. I wouldn't have thought burning from Vapor up. Oh, oh yeah, no. Down the eye of your for dick. some reason, I was picturing Vaseline. But... No, like deep heat Ooh, style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brave. Yeah, real brave. <laughs> <laughs> so right. the the story that we've got right is um, firefighters. They had to get called to a hospital, uh, and the hospital is in Newport, which is a, a place in Wales mm -hmm. in Europe, and. Uh, 
and they had to get called there with their cutting tools after a man got his genitals stuck in a spanner. Oh. Now, um, you, you, here's a photo, your classic photo of a spanner, which is for people that aren't familiar with their tools. It's a. It's, it's just a spanner for listeners, by the way. He didn't just whip out a photo of the poor guy's. No, no. <laughs> junk in a spanner. So a spanner's just got one, one U shape at the end, and the and the other end is just a a, a round hole mm. with um, some grooves in it. Mm-hmm. Um, now, this is where I've been a bit a bit confused, and maybe you can help me with Cam. How? Like, what? What? What did he do? Where did did you do you think he put his maybe his his dick through? But the spanner holes, you can get big spanners though, that's the thing, so I'm not sure what size the spanner was using, but do you yep. think dick through the through the groove groove hole of the spanner or through the U-shape at the end? <laughs> the, to get the firefighters called, he definitely went through the hole. Because if he just used the if he just used the open U-shape, mm-hmm. you can just yank that off. Yeah. I think that what he's done most likely is put his wang through the hole when it wasn't quite fully up. So it was like half the size of him at full turned on. Yeah. And then he got started and he loved the feeling of grooved steel more than he could have expected. That he wouldn't go down. Uh, that it went up so much more that it was pretty much, yeah, like a, a cock ring, a metal cock ring, I um, guess. Yeah, okay. I can definitely see see that. And well, I can't see how it would be, you would get it stuck in the other way. Yeah, and you wouldn't call the... Or you just pull it off if it was the other way. Yeah, and and unless he got... Well, because we're thinking, we're thinking dick here, but he could have got his ball sack wedged in there somehow. <laughs> <laughs> so. Do you reckon maybe he tried to pop a nut through that, like through the cylinder hole? Like oh. push down one of his testicles in there? For some reason, I was going to stand up for this stranger and go, of course he didn't pop a nut down there. Like, assuming that I have some understanding of his thought process, but I realise I don't. Like, he is wanking with a spanner. You're right, Timmy. There is a chance that this character has rammed one of his balls through a spanner. That's a thought for you. That's a sentence as well that I, I shocked. I was weirded out by it coming out of my mouth as it was coming out of my mouth. you rewind that bit, you'll hear my voice suddenly become more and more confused as, <laughs> as I say balls through a spanner. And they finished, uh, the, the article finishes with the uh, firefighters um, putting out a, uh, putting out a, 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 a little um, message for everyone after, after mm. this came out in the news. Them saying, if you're using tools, make sure you're handling them as the manufacturer recommends. <laughs> and they tweeted that out. <laughs> Good on them. Yeah. I think that's a little tongue in cheek. I think they see the humour in that. <laughs> One of the most likeable guys in the whole world, <clears throat> Ed Sheeran. I've got some Ed Sheeran <laughs> news. I feel like it's a bit outrageous to call it news. I guess it's gossip that I found on news.com.au. But anyway, the headline is, he's wearing a ring. Has Ed Sheeran tied the knot with Cherry Seaborn already? Now, I just want to give you a couple of details that I found from doing a bit of a search on who this chick is. Did you know anything before searching? No. No, right. No, so everything that I found out, I found out for this. So basically, um, Ed Sheeran has secretly become engaged to this girl. Uh, They went to high school together. Oh, she's a normie. Yeah. Yeah, right. She's not a celeb. I found that interesting as well. And then I was like, okay, I wonder how... They got together, uh, uh, so they went to high school together, then just ignored each other for years. Mm-hmm. Now, Ed Sheeran got big, and apparently, this chick, Cherry Seaborn, 
was in Rhode Island when Ed Sheeran was having a party at Taylor Swift's house. Yeah. Ed Sheeran gets a message from this chick, Cherry Seaborn, and asks Taylor Swift, oh, do you mind if this girl from high school comes over? Yeah. She comes over, gets with him, and now they're getting married. Now, okay. my theory on this... <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> my theory on this is that maybe... Ed Sheeran had a crush on her when they were at high school, mm-hmm. and now it's all played into his favour because he, he finally matters to her when she replies saying, hey, what's up? He doesn't go, oh, maybe she's texting because I'm famous now. Yeah. He goes, I'll show her what's up. I'm partying at Taylor Swift's house. Come over. Yeah, he was the nerd in school. Is she, I, is, can, do you have a photo of her? Did you yeah. see what she looks like? Is she, is she attractive? Um, kind of. Okay. But, so like she looks... I think she looks like... like so she wouldn't be. Oh yeah. Well, she's not. She's not. She's not so so attractive. It's like it could. It would be the story of the super hot chick at high school. Yeah. He's got a crush on her. Yeah. And then she sees that he's famous and and now is willing to be with him. It doesn't seem like it that seem kind like of story. That. Yeah. What I um. What I think I'm trying to do is um. Ed Sheeran just seems like the loveliest, nicest guy, and I think it's about time we just come up with some conspiracy theories <laughs> to smear his name. So, Ed, you're using your power and you're using your position of fame to get with that high school chick. You're a bad man. <laughs> you can't not like the guy. Yeah, no, even after saying it, I'm like, no, he's not. Because <laughs> Ed Sheeran's one of those guys that he goes, he, he is the sort of person that you would never accuse of getting by because of their looks. Yeah. In fact, almost the exact opposite. If you were going to put together a human being that was that was someone that you would say they got there all by talent, it yeah. is Ed Sheeran. You're right, man. There is no one in the world that have got as far in their industry <laughs> just based on talent more than Ed Sheeran. <laughs> He's the king of that. Yes. And that's why you can't help but love him. He he got no handouts, bro. Yeah. He got no handout. He's he's a pop star. You look at through all of the pop stars that are out there in the world right now. Ninety five percent of them are all babes, males and females, all attractive. He's at the top of the heap, and he's gross looking. Yeah, he is. Like he's not. He, he and I'm not saying that you know that 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 that's a you know a, a bad thing that he shouldn't get ahead because he's not attractive. Yeah. I think it's great. Yeah. I think it's awesome because he is not an, uh, what, what we would deem attractive at all. And he's at the top of the heap right now. Woo! Alright, so next story. Let's set the scene here. Mm-hmm. Uh, a group of middle-aged guys, 40, 50-year-old, they, uh, US, in the US, they go out hunting. Mm. Uh, hunting for geese. And um, while they're out there hunting... Uh, in Maryland, they uh, one of the guys shoots a goose out of the sky. Mm. The goose comes down from about 90 feet up in the air, lands on top of him, knocks him out completely unconscious. Revenge. Yeah, and then he goes, but dude, he, he gets, they, they, they pop him in, a, in an ambulance. He gets airlifted out to Baltimore Hospital and gets put into um, like critical condition there. Like this, ge- this goose nailed him. <laughs> nailed him, like, it says now that he's in stable condition. Uh, when did this happen? Um, just, uh, yeah, so about about a, a week and a half ago. And, mm. yeah, so this guy's now, it's come out that he's in stable condition right now. But this goose 
Almost killed the dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm proud of that goose in a way. Like, I'm glad you gave that little bullet point afterwards about the fact that he's in stable condition yeah. so that I know that it's okay to mock him. Well, either way, I wouldn't feel bad mocking him even if that killed him. To be fair, yeah. if you're going to be out there killing, you're going out there to kill animals, mm. and I'm not saying there's, I'm, I don't think there's anything wrong with 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 going out and getting your own meat and hunting personally. Yeah. Um. I don't eat meat, but I don't think there's anything wrong with going out and hunting for your own meat. What if I went out and but, killed an animal just to leave it out there? I would just be like, I'm not a big fan of just hunting for sport. Okay. But I, I, I'm pretty sure. Did do, do you eat geese? I don't know. Goose, goose meal is that a thing? Um. Roast geese. <laughs> Roast geese. I haven't heard of that. Yeah, I haven't heard it of either. But either way, if you're going out, um, if you're going out there to, to, um, kill an animal, and mm. that animal gets the best of you, mm. then I think like sucked in a little fair bit. Fair play. Fair play, man. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's an unfair advantage. It's like you having a punch up with a little toddler, and if the toddler knocked you out, good on the toddler. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Well, so this here. So I just looked up while we we're talking about that. I just looked mm. up to people eat geese, and yeah, it's 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 quite a popular. Um, it's 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 quite a popular thing. Um, people do do it, but I reckon four middle-aged guys that were doing it mostly for sport. Yeah, around Christmas time in the in the USA, it says here that um, geese at Christmas time is a very popular thing. Like okay. a, so sort of how we'd have chicken or a roast lamb or something on Christmas Day. Yeah. Supposedly that's a pretty popular thing. But yeah, um, yeah back to the story. But th- these these um, uh, yeah these the, these geese they're pretty big animals, man. And like if you think it's coming down from ninety feet up in the air, it's generating some force. Yeah. And it's put this guy in the hospital. Damn near almost killed him. I truly believe that that was the gooses. Last wish. The, yeah, right. I don't know what the singular for geese. <laughs> yeah, goose. The, it was the goose last yeah. wish. Yeah, it's weird that that comes out weird. Hey? The, yeah. That goose last. The last wish of that goose. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> was. Um, yeah, and I think good on the goose. Yeah, and um, I, I I completely agree with that too. And I, I do wonder. I was just thinking as I was reading the article earlier, and I was thinking, do you reckon? Mm. That that guy's going to go out there and, and hunt again. That's what I was. That was going through my head. If you if you had like a, a near death experience such yeah. as that, would you go back out and do it again? I guess I guess it's if if you were following the the podcast from last week when we spoke about a guy who uh, was 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 caught uh, riding his schema bill through through Russia. Uh, just in his underwear and a gun strapped to his back because his wife hid his clothes to stop him from hunting. That I, I feel like that guy. He'd be back out there mm. if he got if he if he got hit by by like atta- attacked by an animal mm-hmm. or or almost killed by an animal he would he'd be back out there he yeah. wouldn't be stopped yeah I think that um I think that he might become the kind of feeble one of the group where he has to wear a helmet like his wife lets it, she's like yes you can go out hunting but he has to wear like gridiron shoulder pads and like a a motorbike helmet and he takes it off and the boys go Greg. If Margaret catches you, you won't be able to put it back on. I'm pixting Margaret. <laughs> and he's like, oh, so, oh, sorry, guys. Your boy is in the news once again, Timmy. Who's that? Elon Musk. Wee! <laughs> Love that guy. 
He is always doing something crazy. The latest headline about him is that he threw a rocket, uh, chucked a rocket up into space, and then the lid of the rocket was meant to come down and fall into a boat that he had created that had a big elasticized net on it. So it's so gnarly and crazy that he yeah. thought that that was just like he's smart enough and confident enough that no, this is how I'm gonna do it. And it missed. So so it didn't <laughs> even catch the the boat that was designed to catch the lid of the rocket when it yeah. fell off. Didn't catch it. It missed it by a few hundred meters. But the world loves Elon Musk so much right now that I want to read you a couple of these headlines because <laughs> these journalists know that he failed to catch the lid. Yeah. But this is what they've done with their headlines. SpaceX almost caught part of a rocket ship using a boat and a giant net. Woo. Another headline. <laughs> SpaceX's catcher boat narrowly, narrowly misses catching the falling rocket nose. And that those are headlines where it's like a parent who's like, Hey, you nearly did it. <laughs> the world loves this man so much right now. I want to read you a little bit from his Instagram. So he put up a photo of the boat with the net on the back of it. And it just looks like something a child would draw. Like if they were like, oh, I love baseball bats, baseball uh, gloves and boats. And then they just like combined it all in a quick sketch. Like, but that's a photo. Like this thing exists. And this is what Elon Musk's uh, caption for the photo says. I'm not going to try his weird South African accent, just, yeah. uh, just imagine it. Going to try catch the giant, uh, going to try and catch the giant nose cone of Falcon 9 as it falls back from space at about eight times the speed of sound. The boat is named Mr. Steven. <laughs> you are, you are, so you actually under something here because it's, and I think that's part of his brilliance is that he hasn't lost that that yeah. that child that child part in his brain he yeah, hasn't right. lost that it's still there yeah and he's getting away with this shit because he's, he's just so brilliant at the same time it's great yeah there's just he is a toddler with money and it is but he's got the good side of a toddler see i kind of think trump is a toddler with money but he's a brat <laughs> whereas musk is like this creative yeah like oh, i'm thinking about a boat and i want to call him mr steven <laughs> like Calling the boat Mr. Stephen makes me really happy, but the fact that he's, I don't know, that he dropped it and that he's so high up is crazy. I think it's great too, and and because I think what, what the article is sort of saying as well is that, I mean, is it generally that when those bits come down, they just let them land in the ocean? Normally they land in the ocean. They so just, this, he's the first yeah, one to try. Like, I'm going to try and I'm going to try and, try and, try and, and do it. Do you know if there was anyone on the boat? Because if I was on that boat, mm. I would be shitting myself. <laughs> Nine times the speed of sound. That's coming through the roof. If it doesn't go in the net, that is going through you. <laughs> You're done. You're yeah. dusted for sure. That You've just made me realise. They didn't miss it by accident. They did not miss catching this lid of the oh, rocket. Oh, you reckon, you reckon the guy was in the boat? They had a little yeah. team meeting. There was three of them in there, and they go, "Look, yeah, the odds of us getting in this in this in this in this mess, hundred percent, is real low. So what we're going to do is we're going to move the boat over a hundred meters, yeah, and we're going to purposely, and we're not going to tell anyone. And the captain's like, "Do you guys will you back me if I make it look like an accident?" And they're like, "Yes, one hundred percent. We all get to live, and Elon Musk can still put a photo of Mr. Stephen up." And we don't have to risk our lives. I don't, yeah. yeah. That's exactly what happened, I think. <laughs> okay, so for this next article, Cam, mm. um, I'm just going to play you a little bit of a clip and get you to describe what you see going on there. Okay, yeah. Right. 
as it's happening. Do you want me to describe yeah. it? So it looks like a guy on an aeroplane, somebody's filming it from a phone, and he is adjusting that aircon fan. Um, you maybe... want to look a little bit closer? Okay, so he's not adjusting the aircon fan. Is he drying underwear on the aircon fan? So what this so this article is um, from a plane flight from uh, a, a, a resort city in southern Turkey to Moscow. Yeah. And this woman was caught for twenty minutes. This video goes on for twenty minutes, caught drying her underwear under under the air. <laughs> Under the air vent yeah. um, that, that sits above you when you're, when you're on a plane, the air conditioning vent there. Mm. Yeah, and she, for 20 minutes. Um, uh, one person who saw the event and saw what happened said, everybody was looking with interest and confusion, but everyone remained silent. So no one said, no one said a, a thing, not even, and they said that... Interest and confusion and no disgust. No. Everyone was just like, ah, oh, I'm intrigued. That's it. <laughs> Because I think for sure that would have to be the the, the weirdest thing that I've seen yeah. on an aeroplane before. Yeah. Um, the only other one was um, uh, an article from, uh, it would be about a month and a half ago now, and I know that we have briefly discussed it but not on this podcast, mm. is when a flight had to be, uh, um, had to, had to do a urgent landing in Alaska because someone had smeared shit over not one but both of the toilet walls. So both cubicles were both smeared with shit. So they went in there <laughs> and they smeared both the cubicles filled with shit all over the walls. Oh. And they had to make an, an emergency landing because there was nowhere for anyone to go to the toilet in the plane. Ah, oh, that is so disappointing. I... I don't remember what I, I don't remember you telling me that story. Oh, really? But, yeah, I don't think, I don't like that person. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, because I think it's a, it's a, it's a weird thing when you're, when you're doing stuff on planes, because it's one of those, it's one of those few moments where, um, you can't go anywhere. Mm. When weird shit happens on planes, you're around weird people. Mm. Is it better to just let that not not so much the like the sh the shit smearing thing? You want to stop. You want to nip that in the bud. Yeah, straight away. But when you see someone drying drying their 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 knickers up under the thing, is it better in that situation to go? This is probably a small degree of their weirdness and and, and how crazy they are. Uh, if you just let them play out their their small little part of drying yeah. their knickers, then maybe you're not gonna cop. The full fledge of their craziness. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, you're just having an entree. Whereas if you approach them, then they just start babbling about whatever it is they think about. You're gonna get the full meal if you approach them. If you if you go in and you and you and you unlock a little bit more, that's kind of like the doors just like it's got the sort of it, the doors just just popped open, mm. and you can be like. Okay, I don't like that little glimpse I see in there, but if I open that door all the way, <laughs> all crazy. That's it. But see, that's the thing, like, and and I'm not and I'm not putting anything on 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 where where people are from or anything like that. But I think one thing that's come up more and more from reading these weird articles around the world is mm. Russia has almost all the crazies. You know, like, yeah. all, like not not all of them, definitely not all of them, but 
a huge percentage of the crazy people in the world live in Russia. They're fucking nuts there, man. It makes me so intrigued about what they've been up to all this time because I we were only seeing stuff come out of Russia like the fact that they're like crazy drivers and they ride snowmobiles with mm-hmm. guns on their backs and stuff. We're only finding that out because people now have phones and cameras in their pockets all the time and they upload yeah. it to the internet. Like, they were probably doing this stuff in the 20s. Well, it's crazy, man, when you talk about, um, you kind of go, you hear people tell their stories and go, oh, you think that's crazy. You should have seen what we did back in the 70s in Australia or back in the 70s in America. Imagine if this is the crazy shit that they're doing in Russia now, what they were doing back in the 60s and back in the 70s. Fucking mental. (laughs) China has dropped its one-child policy. But women aren't having more children. That's the headline to me. But women aren't having more? Yeah. Is that what the headline said? Men are. Men are going out adopting. (laughs) Oh, I thought... No, it's just that it would be women aren't having more children, right? Are we we doing an accent bit? Think, so, so what? Let's 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 ditch that conversation to go go into the article and go what what was the so what was the one child policy that was so you only every family was only allowed one kid Is until that real recently okay and yeah. so and so so their population growth is well, it's it's stunted and now they're going okay we want more people to 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 start popping out kids yeah they're, they're trying to get women all around the country. <laughs> <laughs> to have more more children than one, but okay. the women themselves <laughs> are deciding, hey, I've had one, and uh, they did a survey with these women, mm-hmm. uh, a 2016 survey of 10,000 respondents across 10 provinces in China found that more than half of the couples with one child didn't want another child. And I kind of get that, and I I know that talking about other people having children is kind of me out of my debt, but I'm just going to well do it. I'm debt. just going to do it. <laughs> the way that I imagine it feels like to want to get pregnant, uh, and I'm just guessing because I obviously don't know. I get that. I'm trying to be a woke person and understand issues that aren't just male white man issues. But um, the way I imagine it must feel like to want to get pregnant must be the same as like extreme hunger, where you're like, oh, I need to need to fill my belly. <laughs> The same at all. Well, that's the only way that I can relate. Is it? it must be. It must be like that because I, yeah, I just can't understand the the idea of having even one child. To me, sounds like a nightmare. Like how how loud they would be when I'm trying to play PlayStation. Um, how how little they sleep when I want to sleep in. All of these things put me off having a child. So there must be something really strong inside a lady's tummy to make her go love the noise, love feeding it, hate sleeping myself. Fill me up. Is that the thought process you think women have when they go to have a kid? Yeah. That they that they go, oh, you know, I'm I'm gonna love those things. You still don't like those things when you have kids. Yeah, but I mean, like they maybe not love. Maybe they're just like all of those things don't matter because this this yearning inside me mm. feels so nice. Like I can't yeah. wait to have one. So you've never looked. You've never, you know, looked at it because you've got nephews and nieces too, don't you? Yeah, I have got two nieces. Yeah. And you've and you've and you've met them. Yep. And when you looked in, you held something that you had uh, mm. that your blood. Yeah, bro. In in that in that in that little tiny, precious yeah. precious little baby, mm. and that gave you no warm feelings inside. Like, oh, I'd love to have one of these of 
of my own. I'm not a psychopath. <laughs> so, of course, I loved holding them and I love human beings that already exist, like yeah. babies that are related to me especially. But I do not love the idea of a human being that doesn't exist bringing them into my life to complicate it. <laughs> <laughs> they can just stay in the ether. Yeah. That human being can just stay invisible and my life can carry on and it, and just be as fun as it is. Have you been following um, the male contraceptive um, and, and the sort of improvements that they've made that no. scientifically? how does that work? So uh, pretty much in layman's terms, which is the only terms that I really know about this subject, <laughs> is that... It's both men you for this whole podcast... <laughs> Is that they're just making a men's version of the pill? Okay. So that you you would take you would take this pill and it would and it would um, mean that your sperm isn't mm. going to get a female pregnant if you if you don't wear a condom. Okay. Yeah. Are you interested? And in, would you do it? Um. You know what, man? I I um. I this is going to get a bit personal. Fuck it. So I when I I've had sex. Un- unsafe sex for a bunch of times, mm. the, heaps of times, hundreds of times, <laughs> okay. and not gotten anyone pregnant. And so, and I, so I don't know. Here's some advice. So yeah, this is now an advice corner. <laughs> so me did it. So don't worry about so it. So I don't know if if I, my if I my sperm is they're good swimmers regardless. <laughs> Okay, enough about my pathetic sperm and moving on to the next article. <laughs> um, so this is the last article for the day. And mm. I, I wanted to finish with this one because it, it is a great, empowering story. And it made me feel awesome when yep. I read this. Cool. It made me feel great. So, um, so I'll read out the headline. Um, and it, the headline is... Cow escapes slaughterhouse by smashing through a metal fence and swimming to an island. My man. My fucking man. Yeah. All right. So, so what's happened is, um, uh, this cow has been living alone on an island, um, attacking anyone who comes near after staging a miraculous escape. Right from this slaughterhouse. So, the truck rocks up. They're about to take him from, um, in actually into the from the pans into mm-hmm. the slaughterhouse, and um, this cow. He attacks one of the handlers, smashes through this fence, and heads to this lake. So he, this this lake in the distance that he's been that it's a she, sorry that she's been that she's been ad- admiring yeah. out there. She bolts to this lake, and there's an island in the middle of this lake, and she swims out to the island, and she's been living out there. She knows it's a fortress just by herself, yeah. and so people have been trying to, um, trying to 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 get out there. And um, and to to get her, and the, mm. the owner was trying to get it get out there for a good week, couldn't get because cow's a big animal, you know what I mean? And they're trying to get this cow onto this boat, and she's having no part in it. Yeah. And um, this lo- she knows where that boat goes. Oh, one hundred. She just watched her husband and like, oh no, just her, her book club, I guess. Like, <laughs> 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 no males in there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she knows what she's avoiding. Yeah, and so, um, and then what happened is, um, a, a local politician um, named Paulwell Kukits. So this is in Poland. Mm. And, you one hundred percent on that pronunciation. And you want to give it a go? <laughs> I don't. Paulwell Kukits. 
It's Parer Curry. <laughs> That's, that sounded right. I don't know. I didn't even know what country the story happened. Um, <coughs> and so this local politician, um, Pahuel, uh, right. <laughs> he, he, he jumps in and he goes, um, starts calling this cow the hero cow. And he, and he jumps in and, say, and says, after the firefighters were, were going to get involved, because they get shit done, they would have yeah. gone over there and, and, and gotten the and the local politician has stepped in and said, "No, leave the cow alone." Yeah. And everyone's everyone's jumped in and said and and said, um, and said, "No, we got to we 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 got to um, leave her out there." And uh, he came out and said, "I am not a vegetarian, mm. um, but uh, fortitude and the will to fight for this cow's life is invaluable. Therefore, I decided to do everything to cause the cow to be delivered to a safe place." And in and in the second stage. As a reward for her attitude, give her a guarantee of a long time retirement and natural death. Oh, Pahuel, you are the man. <laughs> so good. So this cow has done like the, the, the great escape, got out of the slaughterhouse, yeah. swam for her life, got to the island. And so now at the end of this article, it says, yeah, they're, they're getting her off the island and, and taking her to a pen where she's going to live a, a, a long, happy life. Beautiful. It's amazing. Yeah, an amazing Love it. story. Good on that politician, and good on her. Oh, and it, th- this story actually makes me feel amazing. Yeah, I kind of teared up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's us for another week. Thank you very much um, for tuning in. It's it's very early days of the of the podcast, but we we we've got a strong commitment to this, and you know we've podcast in the in the past. Uh, um, and in a podcast called Bombing Knockers that you can also find on iTunes. It's not a regular podcast, um, but but it is one that if you en- enjoy Cam and my banter, um, Bombing Knockers is a podcast just kind of about rude conversations, I guess. A lot of talk about <laughs> our childhood. Yeah. Like, no matter what Naughty episode... conversations, probably more, more so. Yeah. Uh, we always it's, we'd always go back to stories from our childhood, and our mates Yarp and Ryan have hilarious stories. Yep. They're on that podcast as well. Yep. Give it a search if you like it. If you like the idea of it, I guess. Yeah, and um, and but yeah, it's, it is early days of the podcast here, and and the, the Charging Sign podcast, and uh, we we do we do want to say thank you very much for for listening in, mm. and we're going to keep bringing this stuff out every, every week, and we're going to I, I want to finish the podcast each week by saying that if there if you if you are someone that that you know we we are people who are quickly becoming. Lovers of strange and crazy news out there in the world, you know. I've always loved it, but now searching deep into these in, 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 in into the dark web of strange, crazy stories is it's 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 becoming a real hobby of mine now. Yeah. And um I'm loving it now. I love searching into these things and there's so many weirdos out there and I and I love just hearing about these stories and, and if you are a lover as well and someone that um that, that searches for these stories as well. If you find these, send them in. We'd love to talk about them. If you've got some some stories that, that you found and, and we'd love to share them, we'll give you a shout out on the show. I love how positive you are about the quirky news around the world. See, the main thing so far that I've gotten out of doing two episodes of it is 
I've realized that I hate news websites. You go, you click on something, you want to have a read, there's so many ads at the bottom, a video starts playing that is unrelated to what you want, and they make it really difficult to find the X, like the close button for that video. Um, yeah, so I'm hating it. Nah. <laughs> uh, we should have started with me complaining about news websites and ended on you saying there's so much beautiful, quirky news. Oh, well. Uh, send us a message if there's a news story that you want us to talk about on Facebook, Charging Stallion, or on Instagram. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, and, and, uh, we also like to finish with saying that, uh, we are going on a big tour that I think we mentioned in the last episode, but we will mention until, uh, it is over. We're, we're going on an East Coast tour with, uh, some really great bands, a great band from Sydney, Pistity, it's a great band from Byron Bay. Uh, in miniskirt, and then another band from Melbourne called Dumpunts, and uh, um, we're we're playing a bunch of shows all all up the east coast, and with with uh, some really good other local rock and roll bands jumping in. The lineup's quite crazy, and I think it was about ten dollars a ticket each show or something. It's something nuts like that, man. Mm. Come along, you. I guarantee you, you will get bang for buck. Amazing shows every night. Timmy will give you your money back plus one hundred percent of your money back if you don't have a great show. You don't even have to prove that you didn't have a great show, but if you come to one of these shows on the tour, come up to him afterwards and say, Hey, I didn't have a great time, even if you did, he has to give you twenty bucks. Yeah, but you have to come on stage and tell it in front of the crowd. That's fine. Uh, come yeah. up to me and I'll help you do that just <laughs> so I can watch Timmy go bankrupt. <laughs> I'll do that for you. Alright, so let me just find some outro music. Um any last thoughts, Cam? Um, I'll probably just embellish on what I'm saying there. I wonder how fast we could make you run out of money just from getting people to falsely claim that they did not enjoy the coin toss tour, is what the tour that Timmy's promoing is called. Um, yeah, if you're from another, if you're from another city that isn't Melbourne. Please come to that show because uh, basically I haven't seen much of Australia and it would be nice to meet people. Thank you very much. We are Charging Stallion and that is another podcast of news we like. <laughs>